when I went to college, one of the courses I had to take was sociology. And it's interesting to learn about sociology and the social aspects of humanity. It kind of boils down to basic things like, are you of my tribe? When you walk around and you look at other people, you automatically identify them as being someone of your tribe. And that's why we can start out with racial bias. We look at someone and we go, he's not my skin color. But that's not all of it. With sociology, when we meet people, we start factoring in other things as their intelligence, their education, their stature in life and culture, the amount of wealth that they have or do not have, the neighborhood that they live in. Normally, our friends are about as smart as we are. They have about the same income that we do. They have about the same education that we do. They're normally about our age because we are drawn to people whom we are like, people of our tribe. Now take this into consideration. How close are you to God as far as character, as far as wealth, as far as power? It's not even close. But we tend to think of Jesus as our friend, whom he is. When you receive Christ, you have his Holy Spirit. You have the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. You have the mind of Christ. And Jesus Christ is your friend. But never forget that he is God, God Almighty, the creator of all things. As we go through the book of John, we will see Jesus reveal the face of God. This is what chapter 1 says. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. As we study the book of John, I'm praying for you that you will begin to comprehend the light and the life of Christ. What we will do is we will study His Word because He is the Word, and we will allow Jesus to tell us who He is. 
Starting with verse 14, it says this, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was not of our tribe. But Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. He is more magnificent and glorious than we can ever imagine, and yet He became flesh a human being. He walked the roads. His feet became dusty. He became hungry. There were times when he slept outside. Keep this in mind, that the God of the universe humbled himself to the point of becoming a human being so he could show you how much he loves you. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory. Glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified about him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has a higher rank than I, for he existed before me. For of his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. Now remember this verse. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten God, who is in the bosom of the Father. He has explained Him. That's what Jesus does. He reveals to you grace and truth. Grace upon grace of God. As you learn to humble yourself before God, He reveals Himself to you. Grace upon grace. Forgiveness upon forgiveness. Power upon power. Everything that God is, He explains to you. And it does take a lifetime. I've often prayed, God, give it all to me right now. But I think if that happened, we'd go into shock. We'd be so overwhelmed with the power and beauty of God. Each day, allow Jesus to explain to you whom he is. If you humble yourself, you will grow in Christ and God with grace upon grace. Father, thank you that you took the time to come to us, that you humbled yourself, that you came down to our level And you revealed yourself with grace and truth. 
Father, thank you for taking your child today and lifting them up in a magnificent way. As you explain to them who you are and reveal to them grace upon grace today. Amen.